Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Tuesday, March 22nd, and this is People Every Day. Hey everyone, it's me, Janine Rubenstein. Hope your day is going well and winding down. I just heard a couple of good things. One, West Side Stories' Rachel Zegler has now been invited to the Oscars to present. And HBO's And Just Like That is getting a season two. So I am in good spirits. And and so are all of you who said you didn't like the show, but you really did. Outside of that, there is a lot happening out there today. So let's get into what's been buzzing around on my news feed. Okay, you guys, buckle up for this one. The trial for Johnny Depp's $50 million defamation lawsuit against ex-wife actress Amber Heard is set to begin on April 11th, and the courtroom appears to have a star-studded cast lined up. Heard, who's 35, is being sued by Depp, who's 58, over a 2018 Washington Post op-ed. She penned that detailed surviving domestic violence. Heard didn't name Depp in the piece, but in court, she accused him of domestic violence during their very public 2016 split. Depp has continued to deny these allegations. Deadline reports that Heard will have her Pineapple Express co-star and friend James Franco, fellow actress Ellen Barkin, and Tesla CEO Elon Musk testify virtually as witnesses on her behalf. Now, Depp filed a 2020 libel lawsuit against the British tabloid The Sun after the publication referred to him as a wife beater. The court ruled for the tabloid, saying the report was, quote, substantially true. Now Heard and her defense are hoping to use that UK judge to dismiss Depp's current defamation lawsuit against her. But listen to this. According to Deadline, text messages between Depp and Heard and their A-list Hollywood colleagues will also be aired out in court. These messages include exchanges between Heard and Aquaman co-star Jason Momoa and the film's director, James Wan, and additional texts with Justice League director Zack Snyder, and conversely, messages between Depp and Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling, who has publicly defended Depp, will also be revealed. You guys, this, this court case, feels like Hollywood Mad Libs. We will definitely be keeping an eye on this. Moving on from one public dispute to the next, Texas Senator Ted Cruz reportedly had a run-in with airline staff at Montana's Bozeman Yellowstone International Airport this past weekend. A video posted to Reddit shows Cruz becoming agitated, uh, shaking his head, and shrugging shoulders in front of two airline staffers. A security officer is later seen speaking with the Republican congressman. The Reddit user, who claims to have recorded the video from a distance, alleged that Cruz could be heard shouting something along the lines of, don't you know who I am? Cruz also reportedly demanded to speak to a manager about a dozen times. People has reached out to both representatives for Senator Cruz as well as Bozeman Airport Administration for comment and is awaiting a response. Now, you might recall the last time we heard about Ted Cruz being spotted at an airport, it wasn't too good of a look for him. While Texas was dealing with a record cold snap, Senator Cruz was criticized for traveling to Canada. Cancun to escape the freeze instead of aiding his constituents. 
constituents. We'll see if he tries, you know, flying a bit more under the radar from here on out. Moving on, on Monday's red carpet for NBC's new talent show, American Song Contest, Grammy-winning singer and inaugural American Idol winner Kelly Clarkson opened up about the status of her previously requested name change. Clarkson, which is the singer's maiden name, told People TV, I just got divorced, so I had to drop my married last name, which was Blackstock. She said, I just kept my middle name for my personal life. I'm still Kelly Clarkson. She then joked, I don't think I can change. Change Clarkson at this point. I'm 20 years in. The Since You've Been Gone singer and talk show host was previously married to Brandon Blackstock, but never used her married name professionally. In February, Clarkson filed documents to legally change her name, petitioning to be known only by just, you know, her first and middle names, Kelly Brienne, going forward. You know what? Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Brienne, she's so talented and amazing to watch. I'll call her whatever she wants. And now a segue that basically wrote itself, what's in a name anyway? (laughs) On the subject of name changing, let's dive into Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott renaming their newborn son. Last month, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott welcomed their son into the world. They named him Wolf Jacques Webster. Webster was Scott's real last name. But as it turns out, that's not their baby's name anymore. Kylie took to her Instagram story last night, hours after she premiered a YouTube video dedicated to her newborn, saying, quote, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing Wolf everywhere. What? This is so wild to me. And joining me now to discuss this is people's wildly funny and hilariously irreverent style and beauty director, Andrea Laventhal. Hey, Andrea. Hi. So here's the my initial reaction, Janine. She's like, I keep seeing it as wolf places. So FYI, guys, it's been changed. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the memo. I missed the email, the text message, the sky writing. Like, of course, we're still calling him Wolf. We didn't know otherwise, Kylie. So just back to you, girl. Yeah. Like, I feel like Momager Chris was not involved in this PR rollout of this very big decision. Like, CC us all, please. CC the world <laughs> when you when you guys sent out the family text chain. Please loop us in. Thank you. Management. But, but Kylie, you know, isn't the first celebrity to change her baby's name. I mean, Real Housewives of New York City star Aviva Drescher changed her son's name from Brandon to Hudson. Amy Schumer changed her son's name from Jean Attell to Jean David. Um, and, and that story still makes me laugh. <laughs> but Bodie Miller and his wife Morgan welcomed a baby girl last November. And we still don't know her name. They said it was taking them a very long time to kind of feel out who she was. It can be hard to pick a name for a baby, but what do you think, you know, actually calls for having second thoughts that you act on? So here's the thing, right? Like it took us six days to name our first child. It was bizarre how long it took us. And it was very stressful. And the nurses and the doctor and the um, person who brought the food and the blood drawer, everybody kept being like, do we have a name yet for the babies? And I was like, no, stop asking me. But I ended up being in the hospital for a little bit longer than planned with my recovery, which just extended the amount of time we could wait to name the baby. So Had the pressure been to leave after two days, we would have had to decide much sooner. So I understand maybe rushing to name and then having second thoughts. Mm -hmm. And Wolf, listen, Wolf is not Michael. You can't just (laughs) Mike it. 
Wolf is not Jeffrey and, you know, we're going to call him Jeff or Theodore and we're going to go to Teddy. It's Wolf. Okay. What was your take on Wolf? What do you think of that name? He didn't vibe Wolf to me. And even though I've never (laughs) met this baby or Kylie or Travis and don't know the family at all, he didn't vibe Wolf. You know? (laughs) Stormy was perfect. Stormy felt perfectly on brand. A little personal anecdote, Janine. My parents named me Andrea. Sure, great name. I definitely am comfortable with it. But as for short, they called me Andy, A-N-D-Y. Well, when I got old enough to realize that you could also spell it A-N-D-I with a heart over the I, Mm. I rebranded myself as Andy with a heart over the I. No more Y. (laughs) So I feel like Wolf... Maybe he would want to go by his middle name when he got old enough. So to completely contradict myself from earlier, uh, they could have sort of switched it up from what's on his birth certificate as he grew into a nickname or perhaps go by his middle name. But no, no, apparently we want to go start over. So I don't know. Do you think it's going to be another mammal? Do you I don't know. Perhaps- that's what I'm saying. Like, are we are we going to get a Brian or are we going to get a Bugatti? Right. Good. I like those two options. What's your favorite celebrity baby name of all time? Mine is Apple. I'm just going to put it out there. You know, Apple was excellent. Apple was a game changer. It, it was a game changer. people permission to name their kids after inanimate objects shamelessly. Because you know what? Apple's a great name. Thank you, Gwyneth Paltrow. So I'm going to side with you on that. We didn't know when we named our son Saxon that Elon Musk has a son named Saxon. I was a little disappointed because I thought I was like the first and only. Leave it to Elon to totally take the air out of my wind out of my sails. If they're shopping around, Arlo was last year's number one name. Yeah, he doesn't vibe Arlo to me either. <laughs> I see, I love North. I feel like North really I love became North, North too. Chicago, perfect. Mm. True. I'm actually, I'm into all of their names and, and that's surprising because I'm pretty I critical. I am wondering what the sisters have to say about this. Like, you know, that text chain, that family text chat was just like, wait, what? Like, so I have to take back all of like the, the gold stitched, like everything that I got this kid? What about a color a la Beyonce and Jay-Z? Blue is taken, but crimson's available. Crimson. But crimson for boys, it's a lot to it's a lot to carry. Maybe oh, navy. I like it though. Or, or a periwinkle. <laughs> and we're done. We Andrea. can call him Perry. <laughs> I am so glad you were here to break this all down with me. It's always great having you on the show, but we have to sign off on periwinkle. <laughs> I'm going to be up all night until I find out where we land. Later in the show, news that Amanda Bynes has been freed from her conservatorship. We're going to break down what this means for the former Nickelodeon star's future and how her experience differs from recently freed pop star Britney Spears. But first, a trip down memory lane. It has been 25 years since Jennifer Lopez starred in the iconic biopic Selena. J-Lo studied hours and hours of tape on the incredibly talented Mexican-American singer to make sure every dance step and mannerism down to the finger movement was correct. Correct. All of that hard work led to a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy for Lopez, which was no surprise. Only J-Lo had the ability to pull off this groundbreaking role. And in the film, she performed several of the late singer's most famous songs, including her biggest English language hits. For today's Tuesday trivia question, we want to see if you know the name of Selena's biggest English language hit. Here's a hint. It's also the name of her very last album. Find out after the break. 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. We're back, and it's time for our Tuesday trivia answer. Legendary singer and queen of Tejano music, Selena, was known for her groundbreaking Spanish-language hits, but just before her tragic and untimely death, she recorded some English-language songs that posthumously became major hits for the star, including the very popular I Could Fall in Love. And the answer to today's trivia question, her biggest English-language hit ever, Dreaming of You. Dreaming of You was also the name of the album, and Jennifer Lopez gave a stunning rendition of this track in Selena. So yesterday, Lopez shared an interview she did several years ago with Oprah, where she detailed what it was like to have Selena's family on set watching her every day. Don't get me wrong, it was nerve-wracking. But having them there and having them care about the project was a beautiful thing for me, and I, I feel enriched by even having been involved. Such a great movie, and, and when I think about it, it served as both a goodbye to one star and the birth of another. For that and more, it's always worth a rewatch. The word conservatorship has almost become synonymous with Britney Spears at this point, given her headline-making and successful bid for her freedom last year. But Amanda Bynes, who we know from Nickelodeon and films like What a Girl Wants and Hairspray, has now had her conservatorship end after nearly nine years. So last month, the 35-year-old actress filed to end her conservatorship of the person and the estate, and today that happened. There is a lot to catch up on here, so to help me get into it all is People's West Coast Senior Editor, Melody Chu. Hey, Mel. Hi, Janine. Let's start at the beginning. Remind folks how this particular conservatorship came about. Her mom, Lynn, was granted temporary conservatorship back in 2013. And at the time, I'm sure you remember, like, we all were sort of watching this scary time for Amanda. Yeah. She's always been that girl next door, beloved, stayed out of trouble. And then suddenly... She was posting some pretty concerning tweets, and then she got a DUI, had a couple other vehicle-related incidents, and and that's when you started thinking, hey, what's going on here? This seems out of the norm for Amanda. Completely. Yeah, I, I definitely remember that. I think one of the most concerning moments was she allegedly set a driveway on fire and involved possibly her dog at the time. And a neighbor was saying that they were very concerned. Eventually, she was placed under a 5150. That's sort of usually, we're told, the first step when it comes to conservatorship. She was placed under her mother's care. And I think she gained full conservatorship actually a year later when this driveway incident happened. And then it's just she's had ups and downs through the years. But now it it seems like she's at a place where she is feeling healthier and like she's ready to have more independence. How is this conservatorship different from Britney Spears's? There really hasn't been any public drama when it comes to her family. They actually haven't said anything at all. You haven't heard much from them aside from their lawyer who says 
they're just here to help her, to support her. And I believe her money was put in a trust. So that that was sort of separate. And now she filed under conservatorship a couple weeks ago and her parents lawyer said they're in, in support of it. They want whatever makes her happy. This is what Amanda wants. So they're fully behind it. Yeah, they said the professionals say she is ready to make her own life choices and decisions. And we are so proud of her. Wow. So we got the exclusive first statement from Amanda after today's news that we'll get into. But before that, when was the last time we heard from her and, and, and what has she been up to? She's been on and off social media. She, you know, has had several Instagram or Twitter accounts over the last few years. After she filed for termination earlier this month, she rejoined Instagram with a new account. And it was a very brief video that she posted, which is now deleted. But she at the time thanked her fans, you know, for supporting her. What's up, Instagram? Amanda Bynes here. My court date is coming up in two weeks. I want to thank you all so much for your love and support. Peace out. We really don't see much of her. I mean, she she lives quietly. She attends FITM. And her lawyer, David Escobias, tells us that she's very passionate about fashion and this perfume line that she's been working on for years. And that is really her goal. She, she doesn't seem to have mentioned acting much, which I think we all loved her movies and her roles. And, yeah. And maybe one day she'll get back to that. But, but for right now, she is uh, very um fashion, business-oriented. I mean, we have made these assumptions that it, it's it's come, of course, right on the heels of Britney Spears' this whole thing, but she hasn't really said anything about that influencing, you know, her push for this, right? From what we know, this is something that she's been working towards over the last few years. You know, it sounds like she has been taking the steps in terms of her health to really get to a place where she can make her own life decisions. From we hear from sources, it's not that she saw Brittany, you know, have hers terminated and she was like, I want that too. It's something that she has already been thinking about. And she's been engaged to this guy, Paul Michael, for years and years. And I think it was Valentine's Day 2020 that she announced they were engaged. And she, I think, is ready just for that next step with him too. And now, you know, she is free to focus on all of that. We got a statement from her today that reads, following today's decision by the judge to terminate my conservatorship, I would like to thank my fans for their love and well wishes during this time. I would also like to thank my lawyer and my parents for their support over the last nine years. In the last several years, I have been working hard to improve my health so that I can live and work independently, and I will continue to prioritize my well-being in this next chapter. I am excited about my upcoming endeavors, including my fragrance line, and look forward to sharing more when I can. Well, I am just happy to hear all of this. And Mel, thank you so much for breaking it all down. All right. Well, every now and again, you'll hear people say, you know, hey, celebrities are just like us. And you think, yeah, but are they really? Well, today, I am happy to announce that I have something in common with birthday girl Reese Witherspoon, you know, outside of the fact that I kind of named my son after her. <laughs> the actress turns 46 years old today and is known for her iconic roles from films like Sweet Home Alabama and Legally Blonde, but she's also carved out quite the social media following thanks to her goofy videos posted to Instagram and TikTok. In one of her most recent ones, she pokes fun at herself for falling for an Instagram ad and buying a Bluetooth banana phone. It's one of the most important things. I've been, Hello? Yes, it's a banana phone. <laughs> it, you'll see it's cordless and it connects to my phone. Mm -hmm. Hello? You know, see how the president has like a red phone for emergencies? 
I have a banana phone. How do I answer? Hello. I too have been there, Reese. <laughs> I bought the cutest shoes from an IG ad, didn't need them, saw the ad, bought them immediately. You guys, I am not kidding. They broke the moment I put them on. The heel was basically cardboard. <laughs> I took one step and they just, nope, that's not a real shoe, <laughs> and fell apart immediately. <laughs> but believe me, they look, they look good on the ground. It is comforting to know that those Instagram ads get all of us, even folks like Reese Witherspoon. Happy birthday to her once again, and thank you all for joining us. We'll be right back here tomorrow with another episode of People Every Day.